Brothers. Did them. you hear that? <laughs> was that Rick? Yep. Okay, here we are. Hello. Hello, um, hello. Another episode of the podcast. I know that I sound a little uh, um, under the weather, but I'm actually on the... Upswing. The upswing, yes. Um, the whole family has come down with strep throat. Starting we're all passing along. Starting with little baby Delilah Ray, but we're doing good. Everybody's much, much better. Um, it was so funny this morning. You know, we got Garrett on his antibiotics and we got a note that he could go to school. And this morning he wakes up and he goes, ah, Can I not go to school? And then we're like, Yeah, I, I go, if you don't feel well, you know, you'll stay here in bed, uh-huh. no tablet, no TV, and lots was- of. I said, you don't get to watch TV at school? He goes, yes, I do. And I said, when? He said, at snack time. I said, okay, so 30 minutes, one episode you get today. You know, and I go, and you don't leave the bed. You got to rest. You're sick. And he goes, I'll go to school. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's go. We're going to take you to school. <laughs> I think he realized it was library day today, too. Um, but you look absolutely beautiful. Thank you, and sir. And I love that outfit. I think you should keep the onesie. Uh, I did. I'm keeping the, one, um, the, the giant floral onesie. I think you've already worn it on the show. No, I wore it IRL. What the fuck is IRL? In real life. I wore it in real life. You just learned that. You just learned that. (laughs) You're a mom. You just learned that from from somebody. I wore it in real life to one of your shows with heels. Today I'm wearing it. I thought it looked cute with sneakers. IRL? Is that what it's called? IRL. In real life. Well, I I, I just finished. Well, before this, we were sitting down for the thing. I had coffee in my cup. I put put water. Mm -hmm. I, I just finished the old salt coffee. Yes. Um, it just tastes like freedom. It oh, just I tastes like, like freedom. And I like that. Get that old salt coffee, Steve. Uh, what is that uh, logo? You just came up with it. Oh, is that there? Is that there? It tastes it, like freedom. Tastes like freedom. <laughs> um, but support those guys. OldSaltCoffee.com. Trevino 10 gives you 10% off. We yes. love it because, well, and, I mean, we were just talking about this. And by the way, who knows where this show is going to go. Uh-huh. But we were just talking about this. Uh, I recently, Rick... When uh, we, we were having people over yes, and I said, okay, we're going to do burgers. I had to go into the grocery store uh-huh. and I had not been into the grocery store. Oh yeah. How long has it been since? I mean, I, I feel like I, I hardly ever go, but I've definitely been. I can't remember the last time I went into a grocery store. Yeah. And I noticed Rick, it was all old people. Like. I didn't see anybody my age, and not that I'm young, right? But, <laughs> but I'm talking about. But in like, your head, you are not not IRL I am young. in your head in real life. <laughs> um, and, and I and I walked into the HEB, and I had you know me, I'm I'm very observant, right? I watch people, uh-huh. and I just noticed Rick. It was all people over sixty. That or like, ma- was there were there any moms by themselves that are like the one hour at the grocery store is the only time I get to myself. I'm going to the damn grocery store. No, it's interesting. <laughs> yes, there was a couple of moms, but for the most part, everybody was over. And then I, you know, there was a moment when I used to love going to the grocery store. Oh yeah, we talked about your buying in bulk problem, haven't we talked about that? I used like to enjoy walking around the grocery store, picking out new things, right? Uh-huh. And I rem- I was walking through there going, I don't miss this, right? Because yeah. we either get the groceries delivered to our home or we do curbside. Yeah. And I think that older people like our parents don't know how to do that or choose not to. I was going to say, I, well, I know like for mom, I put the app on her phone, especially if there's like a hurricane coming and like someone's, everyone's flooding the stores or for whatever reason, you know, I put the app on mom's phone so she doesn't have to go into the grocery store. And she says she uses it. It's nice to have it, but she likes physically going in and walking around. Like, I think as they get older too, there's an element of like, you don't have a lot of things to do. So like, you want to go into the grocery store and talk to the person at the cash register. And- uh, maybe. I mean, but, but definitely the, this must have also happened when like, you know, the, uh, the milkman no longer came by. Right. Oh, yeah. Where people were like, Oh my God, I got to go to the store to get my milk. Where's the milkman. Right. Yeah. But, but it was definitely, um, it was interesting that, that's funny. That, We've gone back to the milkman days. I get my milk delivered. I get it delivered, right? I didn't even think about that. But it, but it's crazy to think like because of COVID and because of it, it really pushed us. We were already kind of doing it. We were doing curbside but before COVID. We would do curbside. Now we, would, we like only do 
curbside or delivery. Right. Yeah. So for me to walk around the grocery store, it was like, oh yeah, like I remember this. Oh no. I went on a Saturday once and I was like, oh, we ain't doing this. Never again. We're not doing this. Never again. Um, but it, it was, it was really cool to see, but I, um, I had a poker night last night. Um, we had some guys from the neighborhood and, and some friends over uh-huh. last night. And, and it just cracks me up that we live such a different standard. You know, Rick, I, when Renee has girls night, uh-huh. it is, you help me with Garrett and you take care of the kids and you stay out of my way and I've got to prepare and I've got to get things ready. And, bo- and this one uh-huh. here was like, well, you're going to handle Delilah, right? I'm going to soccer practice with Garrett. And okay. I'm like... Because Garrett has soccer practice from 5.30 to 6.30, right? If Delilah sneaks in a cat nap at the end of the day, not a big deal. But at 6.30, if she falls asleep in the car at 6.30, I'm screwed. If it was girls' night and I was like, hey, you deal with Delilah for girls' night. Oh, if it was girls' night, it wouldn't be like you... Guys are allowed to plan an impromptu... Like you can plan it the day before and all the dudes will show up. Women have because, to put it on the calendar, no, no, no. schedule it a month in advance, guys, make sure the children are handled. Like guys, yes. guys aren't judgy. Women are worried. What wor- does judgy have to do with anything? You, you want to make sure everything's perfect and things are laid out. I do. And you take the bag but of chips. But I enjoy that. I want you, it to look pretty. Guys don't need that. I know you can eat with your hands. Exactly. Exactly. Guys don't need, we don't need, you know, we don't need the, the ribbons and the, the decorations and, you know, and all the bullshit. (laughs) We we just, we come over, we want to play poker. Does the TV work? Yes. Are there chips? Yes. And it's easy. Yeah, it's easy because you know, it's handled. You can plan it at the last minute. My point is, had I left you Delilah Uh and not taken her. You no. would have been very upset. No, I, you had to like, he had, y'all, he had the girl for an hour and a half max. I don't have a, I'm not, I'm and not. And even then I was like, I got to get home to that baby because no, I, am, I was worried. I am not complaining that I had Delilah for an hour and a half. Okay. So then what are you complaining about, Steve? The Trina? fact that you knew I needed to get ready to have people over uh-huh. and you didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Our kid also had to go to soccer. And you know what? I think you are not giving me enough credit because I talked to another mom and she was like, oh no, my husband is not going to poker night. We have soccer practice. We have school in the morning. He can do poker night before we had kids, before we got married. He's married now with kids and it's a school night. No. that. So consider yourself lucky, sir. I am very lucky. I've never not considered myself lucky. I'm a very, very lucky man. Very, very lucky man. I have a a beautiful wife and a uh-huh. beautiful home and great kids. You mean kids you had and... to juggle things like I do all the time oh with the kiddos? Oh my God, here we go. You have to juggle things. Miss Betty, <laughs> is that how you juggle? Shut your mouth. Is that how you juggle? Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, but we had a, a... You had a great time. I handled the kiddo. I made sure they got to bed. After I put them to bed, I went and got the medicine from the pharmacy. Oh my God, dude, like... you were totally snooping, dude. Totally snooping. <laughs> This morning she was like, who is the guy in these pants? And well, who, is, who is he related to? And, and who's his wife? And I was like, what are you talking about? No, just before I went to bed, I peeked out the window because the guys were on the patio to see who oh. was still here. And, and by the way, she's like texting me. Y'all were actually really quiet. You're much quieter than the moms on girls night. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. The only on time night. you guys got loud was when you were yelling at the TV screen. But, but also like Rick, she treats me like I'm a moron. She's like, make sure all the doors are locked. And make sure that the garage door is closed. And I'm like, I, yes, like the typical. Well, no, because at the end of the night, you were, you, I think you'd, you'd had a couple drinks, you know. And so no. I just wanted to make no, no, sure no. you shut down the house before no, no. you passed out. It, I, if I'm hosting, uh-huh. if I'm hosting, I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I have a very few drinks because I'm hosting. The host can't be sloppy. Right. Oh, I, I didn't know that. If I, I go to somebody, well, no, because at Rick's the, like shaking his head. No, but at the end of the night, I I want to make sure that when we wake up, things are clean and and that's why there's, there's broken bottles on the patio. Th- there's not. Well, that guy, geez, Louise, <laughs> we, we had a guy that does not get invited back because he got fucked up. Yeah. Um. But but no, I don't. I don't. If I'm hosting, I want to be a good host and. 
I want to bartend and I want to make drinks and I want to make You're really good sure. at that actually. Like I'll, yes. give you, I'll give you credit where credit is due. You're really good at hosting. Well, my mom, ta- well, Madrina Angie and my mom taught me that when you're hosting, you don't ask, you give. Yeah. You taught me that too. Right. You just bring it. Yeah. You don't say, Hey, would you like a water? You bring the water. Yeah. Right. Because 90% of the time they don't want to put you out and they'll say, well, no. Right. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. So you don't ask, you give. Yeah. Right. So if I know that, that Jeff, for example, is, is drinking crown on the rocks, I just make him a crown on the rocks and yeah. I just bring it, you know? Um, but we had a great time Yeah. last night playing mm-hmm. poker and, and you woke up just in time for the podcast. I did. I did. I, well, no, I'm I, glad I, you got to rest. I said, I said, we're not going to wake him up. He doesn't have anything. He has to be. Up I woke up today. and took Garrett to school. You did. I did. So you let's did. not act like. No, I, I wasn't. Let's <laughs> I knew not you were going to give me a hard time as soon as it came out of my mouth. No, you did. You got up and you took him to school. Um, and then I, I was. <laughs> Unlike me after mom's night when I had a little too much to drink and did not wake up and take our child to school. Exactly. Thank you for. <laughs> I, I'm, glad, I'm glad that on this podcast she's now defending herself by saying things that before I can say them. <laughs> That's awesome. Before I can say it, you're like, all right, he's probably going to say this. So I probably... first when he was like, I was like, well, I thought of it this morning when at first he was like, can I stay home? And I was like, mm, Steve. And I was like, you probably want him to stay home so you can sleep. Well, you know, I, who, who, he who, talked himself into it. Who are we with where we were talking about the time that their wife embarrassed them drunk? Who was it that was, I don't want to name any names, but. Oh, yeah. Where, who was that? I was going to say, I feel like I know a couple of those stories. Well, no, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'm very lucky. I am. And, and Renee is a very classy girl. Um, Renee does not fight with me in public. However, she does make it clear. Oh, my face will not lie. Yeah. Um, and she's an actor. She's an actor. And she, I'm like, can you just act like. <laughs> nope. Um, but there's, there was. Not an IRL. There was one time. Oh, who was it? There were. Oh, it was our neighbor's. Uh-huh. Where he said his wife ended up passing out on the table at dinner, uh. <laughs> and he was so embarrassed. And it, it is funny how you know there has been times for us. Sometimes it gets the better of us. Well, oh my God, dude! And 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 I always that was always kind of my big frustration with with marriage and and being in a relationship is that the standards are different. You slur your speech and I don't? Is that what you mean? No, well... <laughs> what do you mean? So we, we, we go to Vegas. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, well, I'm performing in Vegas. We have friends coming in. And this one over here is like, you better not let the guys get drunk. And we're all going Are out tonight. Are you about to tell my sloppy story? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. And, oh, you know, and she's giving me this speech, Rick. We're going out tonight and make sure that all the guys... Because she knows that if I'm working, I don't drink. If I got to work, I'm not going to show up hungover. I'm yeah. not going to show up drunk. Um, it's called being a professional. And I, and I try to be as professional as possible because... Because you weren't early on. I wasn't early on when I was young. That's true. And, and, but I also think, you know, people come to watch a show. And whether they like my show or not, I want to make sure that I give my best effort. They paid money to see my right. show. And I want to make sure that I don't look like a drunk. I'm not tired. I'm even if I'm tired, you'll I, suck it up. I You'll suck it up and turn it on. And walk even on if I'm sick, I turn it up and turn it on. Right? Because you know people pay. So I'm already not going to drink. But Renee and our other friend is like, you guys, we're going out tonight and make sure that you know the guys don't get drunk and and don't get crazy. We're going out tonight. So we're like, okay, okay, like okay, we hear well, you. Because all the guys made plans to do like a guy thing as soon as everyone lands. So we're like, okay, we'll just go to the win and have a drink cuz it's pretty. So we hit the craps table and we could not be on a better roll. And as a matter of fact, all the guys trying to be good husbands are like, we need to chill out. Let's not drink too much. Well, we can't find the girls. We don't know where Renee is. We don't know where the others are. Renee doesn't know where she is. She's not answering her phone. Surprise, surprise. We find, I finally, we, we finally get a hold of the girls and they are <clears throat> shithoused. You left us alone too long. I mean, Rick, shithoused to the fact that Renee cannot tell me how to find her. Like, I'm like, where are you? I'm by slot machines. You're by, they're fucking slot machines all over. I'm by the slot machines. 
I'm like, well, we need to go. I need to find you. I'm literally walking around the wind. I'm like, I'm by the slot machines by the escalator. Like 40 minutes, I'm walking around and I'm on the phone back and forth. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I find her and she's leaning up a slot machine, smashed. And I go, I go, what happened? Well, these guys were buying us shots. And I'm like, wait a minute. If I if I was sloppy drunk oh, at four no. o'clock. We made it very clear that two of us were married. And there was one girl who was single who was not married. And she was very pretty and attractive. And they made it clear that Rick they were buying shots for had, all of us. Had me and you been sloppy drunk at four o'clock and our and our wives come up to us and go, What happened? And we go, These girls were buying us shots. Like sitting eating dinner with him, you rolled up on me. I was lost next to a slot machine, clearly trying to go back to my room. All I'm saying is the double standard of Renee would have lost her Shit. People buy you shots all the time. You male, female, people buy you shots all the time. Cause not because they're trying to fuck me. I because they I was think married, I'm funny. I have my wedding ring on. They don't care. And, and by the way, I didn't get mad. Fine. However, I get Oh, the, that's I, not fair. I, I, no. I get the speech. I get the speech. We're going out tonight. Don't don't have fun. <laughs> don't have fun. That is not number what one. I said. Number two, my wife completely has fun. <laughs> You're just jealous because I had fun and you didn't. And and, and the fact that's what it really comes and the down fact to. that very very nonchalant. Well, you know, guys were buying us shots. I was like, had I come? Because there was, to I was not guilty. There was no, there was no reason to be guilty. Nothing to hide. That's why I told you. So I we get back to the hotel and I'm like. You better sleep it off because we're going out tonight. I don't want to hear it. Oh, he did. He made me, I napped and he made me, he woke me up, made me get dressed, fix my face and go back out. Man, I'm like in a booth like this the whole rest of the night. Meanwhile, the rest of the girls got to stay passed out in their room. But you made me suck it up and go. I was like, no, dude. We, I go, because, because had, well, by the way, there's a lot of times where Renee's like, I don't care if you go out tonight. I don't care if you drink, but tomorrow morning we're doing X, Y, and Z, and I always deliver. I'm always like, you got it. I will I, be well, up. I was there. I was uh, in that booth. <laughs> but it was, I, I just, the double standard of the, the amount of trouble that I would be in today. Yes, Rick. I got a question, and, and I might cut this depending on the answer. <laughs> No. So a lot Not of, of an audience member. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it out loud so that, so because a lot of times it's hard to hear Rick when, when Rick talks. Uh -huh. Rick's question is, have you ever been jealous of an audience member at one of my shows? Uh, no, I have not ever been jealous of an audience member. We did in the beginning of our relationship when we first started dating and we were little youngins, we did have a discussion between the two of us of like, okay, this is okay. This makes me a little uncomfortable. This is taking it too far. This I don't care about. And I think the longer we've been together, I also... But but there has been, like, there's crazy things that happen. That do happen. At, at the show. I mean... You know, Renee and I will be laying in bed at night and that's kind of when I go through messages or whatever. And all of a sudden, I've got a picture of a fan completely naked. You know, and well, the subject line, my milkshakes. And I'll be like, don't open that one. Um, <laughs> I've also been on stage where the girl in the second row is not wearing panties and she is letting me know that she is not wearing panties. And which is even weirder to me is that there's been a couple cases where the husband is like pointing like, Hey, look, you know, and I'm on stage like, Oh, well there's, there's that. Right. Like, <laughs> look at Rick's face. Yeah. I wish people could see your face right now, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, uh, and then there's also been times where it, which is very weird to me where, 
husbands are like, hey, we want you to F my wife. Here's a picture of her. Like, I mean, just crazy stuff. And, and, and I, I didn't grow up that way. I don't, I, don't under, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, it's There just, are times I feel like we've been approached because people thought maybe we were swingers or maybe yeah. we were kind of into that. And we've gotten that vibe before together. Um, and, and it's just not our speed, Renee yeah. and I's, you know. Um, I don't want somebody to, to see my wife like that. And it, to me, it's, it's to me and, and to his, his own and hers or her own. I'm not judging. However, for me and Renee, it's not what we do. But, but there has been um, definitely moments of like, oh, wow, like this is crazy, you know. But, but I, I also think that, that Renee is a very strong woman and thick-skinned and has a good sense of humor. And, I, you know, that's one of the things that Renee and I were always talking about what is it that, you know, and, and Renee's parents aren't perfect. My parents are not perfect. But Renee's parents definitely raised a very strong woman. And we talk about what are those things. A confident self, like, I'm not describing myself, but like, how do you raise a confident, very self-assured woman who isn't constantly questioning herself or sort of waving with the wind based on what other people think of her? You know, and, and what, are the, what, are, what is that formula? What did they do that made Renee the woman she is? That, they spoiled that, me. <laughs> they definitely spoiled you. And, 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 and there was times where her parents felt like, well, we have to defend my daughter, right? We don't like that joke or we can't believe you're saying that about our daughter. And it got to the point where Renee would have to call them and say, look, it doesn't I'll, bother me. I'll let you know when it's time to defend me, right? Like, I am not offended. It doesn't bother me. But, but I also think that that also has something to do with the fact that Renee is an artist. Renee is a, a, um, a well, drama I live, person. I live in our life, right? I live, <sighs> I live this IRL. That's what this episode is going to be called. <laughs> but no, I live it with you. And so I know where the truth is and where it's exaggerated for the purpose of a joke. But people outside of our home don't necessarily know that. I mean, it's a show. Yeah. You know, which, it's a form of entertainment, right? Well, you know, I, I'm entertained. It, it, it cracks me up because you know a friend of mine, he's in a soap opera, and he is a um, a bad guy in a soap opera. The villain. He's the villain in the soap opera, and he says that he walks down the street and people are like, "I hate you, and I hope you die." <laughs> you know, oh. and it's like you realize that I'm playing a character. Yeah. You know, like. I will say though, and I found this stuff when I started going to shows with you, Renee. Uh-huh. I look at you after every time he says a joke, and I don't mean to, and I know everyone does. Yeah. So even though I know you guys off uh, outside the stage, I still feel a tendency to look because there is a all the all the jokes are based in some type of truth. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, all the jokes definitely start in, in some kinds of, tr- uh, some and that's what people identify with. Well, and, and and you know we always talk about this on the podcast how the things I write have to have heart and they have to be real, and you know Renee is, and and I also think that who Renee is, in in so many ways, there's a lot of women out there that are very similar to Renee, and I also pull the curtain back on. This is our this is our real relation relationship, right? This is I'm giving the bedroom talk, I'm giving the you know the fights, the arguments, and I think a lot of people when they're in public, they hide those things and they don't show those things and I do, and I think the audience looks at it and goes, "Oh man, like it makes me feel I, I one of my favorite compliments that I love is we our relationship was not going well." until we found you and realized that it's not just us. It's not just us, because Renee and I, and, and I'm sure you and Gigi, Rick, definitely have our ups and downs. That's our, life, our, our, that's our, friendships. That's, our, I feel like that's any relationship, right. right? You go through that with your friends that you're not married to, like. Uh, you know, we have our arguments, we have our disagreements, but I also think that if we were the same and always agreed, I think that would get boring pretty quick. I don't know. I was, I, because there are couples that are, I'm sure are very similar 
we're just not one of those couples. Oh, I find it so weird, and I'm not going to name anybody, but I have a cousin who's married to a woman, and they both dress the same. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about either. Uh, like, literally... They, they, they dress the same. They, oh, that, was, you know. that was us two weeks ago. We're on the bus on the way to the, the airport. And I'm like, are we really both wearing black pants and blue sweatshirts? <laughs> How the hell did that happen? <laughs> but, but, you know, Renee is very confident. And Renee is... Um, but, but early on, you know, one of the things that, that my dad also taught me was you don't, you don't go through people's stuff. Like, you know... I don't go through Renee's phone. I don't go through like Renee will. Renee will How does say. How that contribute to confidence? Well, well, because it's a matter of trust. Oh. Right, like yeah. like Renee will go. Hey, just grab my wallet out of out of your purse. Well, yeah, because I'm. And I'm like, well, it's it's your purse. Like, I don't need to go through your, you know, yeah. I don't need to go through your phone. I I don't even open if if Renee's mail says Renee's name on it. Even though we're married, I'm like, here's your mail. You know, it's just a trust and a respect. Oh, thing. I go through your wallet every night. I know you do. <laughs> you find the condoms? <laughs> um, I don't care about that. I want the cash. <laughs> but, but it is very interesting to me that you asked that because I am very proud of the woman that I married. And, and I would like Delilah to be very similar, um, confident wise. Yeah. Um, very similar. But. <laughs> And it's also hard because, you know, Renee, Renee was very successful kid. We talk about that. We go, you go into her room. Oh, by the way, her parents, we talked about it. Her parents brought over the crowns and the trophies and all this stuff. So I I think that you being successful leads to more and more confidence. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. And one of the things we were talking about, you know, all the homecoming dress, all the kids going to homecoming. Oh, yes. Do you have any kids doing homecoming, Rick? Like dances and stuff? No, his kids are still, they're not in junior high yet or they're young still. But you were talking about. I guess it's true. It doesn't really happen to high school till freshman year because there's dances in junior high, but they're different. But you were talking about your parents making you wear. Oh, my mom. Like I remember my friend, my picture from freshman year homecoming I had a very conservative dress not like I look like a Mormon and my elbows and my knees are covered but compared to what some of the other girls were wearing I was dressed much more conservatively my heel was not you know a big old high heel it was a modest heel we went through that in, in our relationship because when we first started dating your dad would you know he would lose his mind if you were showing a little cleavage Yes. Right. Dad and, made a big deal about how you know, and 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 I, I and, and I would I, I would go to Renee and go, hey, screw him. You are you. Yeah. He didn't fuck that. I don't. I'm your I'm your boyfriend or husband. Yeah. I don't have a problem, and I also trust the way you dress. You never dress, you know. And don't get me wrong, I do feel like there is a line of how to dress, yeah. right? Um, but Renee never overly. But, you know, Renee would be showing a little cleavage, which I like. And, and her dad would be like, when we first started dating, oh, no, 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 you're not going out like that. And then I'd be like, well, fuck that. Like, yeah, you know, so we went through that, too. But as far as like being a freshman in high school, the conversation you and I were having was that in hindsight, retrospect, I'm glad my mother chose something that was a little more conservative or, or encouraged me to choose something that was a little more conservative as a freshman. I think as I got older, like towards my senior year, it wasn't as you're all as slutty <laughs> by your senior year. <laughs> uh, but but no, but but I think that also leads to class, right? Oh, that's yes, because that's you what know. we were talking about. Is that even though I was dressed a little more conservatively, I still felt just as beautiful in my dress. The night was still just as fun. I still had just a great a time, and I felt pretty, you know. And, well, I, and that was always that's, it's that feeling that's important. Well, that's one of the reasons when 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 you liked me. I was like, I can't fuck this up because I'm not going to find another classy girl <laughs> that's going to fall for me because I always felt that you were classy. And, and classy means that you hold yourself in a certain um, light, right? Yeah. You, you act a certain way. You, you dress a certain way that is, that is classy. Yeah. You know, I remember um, my, my sister's daughter, uh, Victoria's daughter, Jade, and, and remember, she goes, is, is, is Miss Renee rich? 
because you always dressed very glamorous. Yeah. I know, know this and, is and classy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh yeah, her parents are rich. Yes. Um, but we're hoping that that whatever your parents and, and I always say, and then and then you got my sister, Victoria, mm-hmm. right? Who is super confident, mm-hmm. right? And doesn't take any shit. Yeah. And I always say that if Delilah can be, and my sister, hell of an athlete. Yeah. Right. Played ball. Strong woman. Raised is raising three beautiful, beautiful, respectful kids. Yeah. And I'm like, if we can, if I can find a combination between my sister and Renee and Delilah, <laughs> that would be perfect. Right. Yeah. Because you know, Victoria can dress up and look very, very nice. Yeah. But Victoria also, unlike Renee, doesn't have to be dressed up, full makeup. I mean, Renee's did Renee is full makeup. Every single day, full outfit. We, That's not true. Dude, the fucking, our laundry room is like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like there's a, <laughs> I mean, there's, because Renee's going through four outfits a day and the freaking machine's having to go all the time. But it, it is hard to, to raise a daughter. I think harder than it is to raise a man. And I love that Renee is classy and is hardworking and um, is you made me. I a, love how we're talking about me being classy after you just told my biggest story about yeah. me being so sloppy. But but you, there's a <laughs> we were just talking about this before the podcast with Rick and Gigi. You ex, you made me a better man because of the standards that you had that you have. Yeah. Right. You're like no. You're going to do this you're going to treat me this way and i would like my daughter to also have those standards of oh no no no! this is how it's going to be well she learns that by seeing how her father treats her mother well i mean look joe trevino used to say it all the time right i'm teaching you steve to be a man yeah and i'm teaching my daughter how to be treated by a man Mm -hmm. right yeah Uh, and i'm loving like you know uh her little outfits her little bows. Are you going to take her to swim survival? That's what I really want no. to know. Oh, oh my God. Today was hard. Holy shit, Rick. Dude. Well, you know, we do have a pool at this house and we're very concerned. Yeah. We're, we're very concerned because we have a baby. There have been horror stories of, and by the way, we're. It's, it's a normal concern. <laughs> We're working on putting up gates and, and doing all the things that we can do to be super safe. Right. So Renee decided to go to... Swim survival. ISR. Okay, first of all, I'm not going. It's not about teaching the kid how to swim. It is about teaching the child that when they fall in the water, how to, one, do breath control and learn how to roll over. At her age, it's just roll over and float. Save herself. Yes. Survival. Yeah. Right. Save herself, right? So that if she goes into the pool... She knows to flip over and breathe and Kick, keep their little chin up as well right. she's learning. Yeah. Um, and they fucking throw her in the pool. Well, no, no, no. They haven't thrown I mean, they haven't thrown her in the pool. I think at the end of the course, they practice and they want the child to just like instinctually know what to do. So at the end, they do kind of some places like throw them fully clothed so that they're used to the weight of wet clothes and everything and see how they do. Um, I'm not Rick. I, I do that, you know, <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard. Steve hasn't, Steve hasn't taken her yet. I'm the one who's, I didn't, I did her. not take her to get her ears. Betty pierced. took her one day and Betty was like, Oh, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I took yeah. her to, Renee took her to get her ears pierced. Cause I'm like, no, I'm not watching my daughter scream and look at me like you did this to me. But this morning was just really hard. Cause she was so tired already. So literally I walked up the steps to the pool and she already started crying. Oh, she see? saw the pool. Dude. And then the other day I'm in the pool and I'm like, hand her to me and her little lip. And she started like, as soon as she saw the pool, she was like, mm, and I'm like, why are you doing this to my daughter? Well, she didn't want to let go of me today. She was like clinging to my shirt and then I hand her over to the instructor. She cries the whole 10 minutes. It only lasts 10 minutes and she, she cries the entire time, except when she's doing breath control and she's kicking, she stops crying then obviously cause she has to. Um, but, and then at one point the instructor takes them out and burps them, you know, to make sure they're not getting too much air in their little bellies. 
and Delilah won't let go of her. And I see the instructor's shirt. It's just like this. She has to pry Delilah off of her. And then at the end, they put the kid on their side. So that I don't know if I want to have this conversation. Anyway, at the end, that was what was hard, was today at the end, I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like so hard, the little look in her eyes, and they give her like a sugar-free, like all-natural lollipop, you know, as a reward at the end. Today, she didn't even like, she didn't want to hold the lollipop, she didn't want to look at the lollipop, she didn't want to taste the lollipop, she but, was like, uh, you keep your lollipop. Th- that, that's another thing that's different, right? Like, because if it was Garrett, I'd be like, suck it up, dude, let's go, bro. <laughs> You're a man. I don't want to see you crying. Come on, let's go. You're not getting hurt. With her, I'm like, don't do that to my baby girl, no, please. Today don't. was hard. She was like, <laughs> at the end, I was like, oh. But sometimes you have to do hard things. I guess that's the... For the best of your kids. You know, I, I, I talk about it all the time. Well, me and Renee talk about it all the time. You know, Garrett was potty trained. And sometimes... You have to ruin your own fun. You have sometimes you have to do something that affects you in order to teach a lesson. And a lot of parents aren't willing to do that. You know, a lot of parents aren't willing to to go through what we're going through this right now. Well, you, you haven't done it. You haven't taken I am her. Doing so it. does I, that mean you're going to take her? I agreed to sign her up. I agreed to take her over there. And <laughs> like, it, I agreed to pay for it. And I paid for it, but <laughs> I know we have to do it. And at the end of the day, if I have to take her and go through it, I will do it because I know that it, it even if it's a 5% chance to save my daughter in case of an emergency, in case of a fuck up, I'm doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know it's, I I mean, I know it's important that we do it and that she have this skill, but the every day of it and that emotion, like, but, but it's like, you know, we, we, Garrett, Garrett had been potty trained, but Garrett at one point would be playing and hanging out and forget, and he would not go to the potty. So he would have an accident. Yeah. So I told Garrett, I'm like, if you have an accident again, mm-hmm. I don't care what we're doing. We're leaving, right? So there's no change of clothes. There's no change of clothes. There's no, you know. So we got invited to a birthday party uh, 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 with a bunch of our friends. Within five minutes of getting there, Garrett's playing with the other kids, pees himself, and I snatch him up and we leave. And Renee's like, we have to leave the party now? And I'm like, yes, we have to do it. Do I want to be at the party? Yes. Was it embarrassing to literally leave? After we just got there? Everybody had just gotten there? Yes, but guess what? It solved the problem. Garrett didn't do it again because he knew, hey, I don't want to leave next time. I don't want to leave Peter Piper. I don't want to leave the party. I don't want to leave hanging out. And I know that if I pee... We're leaving. Yeah. You know, we turned around from Disney one time because Garrett was being a jerk. And we go, hey, dude, I don't care if we already bought the tickets. You're being a jerk and we're leaving. And that fixed that fucking problem. But it sucks and it's a hard thing to do. But in order to teach those lessons, sometimes you got to do it. This one's hard. I know. Because it's, it's every day for six weeks. It, it's uh, it's rough, and and I also I you know, and I don't maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I don't know the instructor, but the things you've told me about her, I'm like, listen, I don't, kids I don't. are swimming after a week, and the I mean not not Delilah's age, but like the bigger ones, you know, um, are swimming really quickly, and uh, you can already Delilah's already floating since last week. She takes her hands off of Delilah, and Delilah floats on the water. And cries. It's in Christ. Yes, in Christ. But but it is. It's I mean it's hard, but but you, you gotta do it. Yeah. You know, there's times where um I'm all excited because I I'm ready to go to the ranch. I'm gonna go to the ranch, I'm gonna fill feeders, we're gonna hang out, and I tell Garrett, all right, buddy, you have a good day, right? Yeah. We're going to the ranch. Then I pick him up, he didn't have a good day, and I'm like, fuck, now I have to punish me. <laughs> I wanted to go. Yeah. But I because I want to go doesn't mean that well, screw it. Yeah. Right, we're going to go anyway. Well, that doesn't teach Garrett anything. Yeah. 
You know, it's the same thing with <clears throat> taking your kid to a restaurant. People trip out with us. They go, wow, you, you guys go to nice restaurants with yeah. your kids? And we're like, well, yeah, but you have to start that early. I remember being at, we were at, I forget where we were. Garrett was like three. <clears throat> and Garrett goes, dad, can I have a candy? Because, you know, the freaking grocery stores, they know what's up, right? They put all that last minute. Yes, the <clears throat> checkout candy. And I told Garrett, I go, no. And Garrett goes, okay. And the parent behind me goes, oh my God, my kid, I don't even bring my kid into the store. My kid's with his dad right now in the car because we can't bring him in the store. And I'm like, well, you can't bring him in the store because you don't bring him in the store. Oh my God, you say that. And I'm thinking, because we don't go in the store anymore. Delilah's never been in the store. She's going to be the one throwing all the shit. Yeah. candy in the basket. Well, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm bigger than him. I watch I watch parents at the children's for now, right? I watch parents at the children's museum negotiating with a five year old. I don't want to leave. Well, we have to leave. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> Guess what, dude? We're leaving because I can pick you up and walk out of here. Let's go. Yeah, you're done, brah. <laughs> what a weird episode. Garrett calls you that too, brah. Oh, Garrett's my my homie, dude. There's a there's a fine line between being friends with your kid and being dad. Yeah. And I try to... You walk that line. I really try to walk that line, yeah. you know, where I know that, that Garrett can trust me and talk to me like a friend. But when I raise my voice, it's yeah. time to chill out. But, but dad... Yeah, I love when he says, hey, can we... Can I say something, but it stays in this car? You yeah. You know, when he does that. He'll be like, hey, can I say something between us? Yeah. I like that. Rick, you asked like a question and the conversation went somewhere completely different. I don't even know if we answered the question Rick asked. We just talked about all kinds of other stuff. I think we did, right? We answered the question. Um, we're very excited about Vegas. Yes. I'm I am too. I don't usually get as excited as you do about Vegas, but I'm looking forward to this Vegas trip. We're, we're, we're very excited. It's December 9th. Guys, I want to sell this show out before we get there yeah and december 9th the mirage it's on my website already yep so please 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 buy the, if you're thinking about going you're already making plans please buy the tickets we've already we're already doing very very well it's one show only <clears throat> so if they want like prime time pick seating they well, gotta almost those are all like the front rows are already yeah that's selling awesome. so i'm very very excited about it we are making big plans. Uh, we're going to go see Brooks and Dunn and Reba McIntyre. Um, but I was going to try to find out, Rick, and, and maybe I'm, I'm asking too much, but I want to talk to the Mirage about getting our very own craps table. What do you mean? Like, what have them mean? hold the craps table... <laughs> So that Steve can play every moment of the day. Do you just see eyes? Rick's well, no, because like, several people have hit me up on, on sending a message uh -huh. saying, we're going to be there. I would love to play craps with you. We want to double down with you. Yes. Gotcha. So I can imagine, like, if we talk to him and go, look, after my show, I want to give away the 10 spots, like do a contest where we give away 10 spots where we all play craps together. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's just an idea. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then, Rick, I don't know if you if you noticed. Uh, so we just put out. I have an idea. Yes. Okay. So as much money as you set aside for gambling, there is also another pot that is equal or greater to for shopping. Doesn't work that way. The way it works is. <laughs> not, he always talks about double standards. How does it not work that way? No, Tell no. Me. The way it works is that. You give me positive energy because I'm going to reward you with my winnings. <laughs> Everything I win, you can have. I don't care about the money that I win. You can have all of it. What so about I need... everything that you lose, Steve Trevino? We had a, a Joe Jackson over yesterday. I got to send him the video, but Joe was here, one of our neighbors, and he likes to gamble like I do. And he goes, uh, bro, he's like, I'm killing it at the crepes table. Uh -huh. He's like, I have money all over the table. He goes, I see my wife in the distance and I go, give it all, give it all back, give it all back. <laughs> he goes, I literally got it all back and the next roll was seven out, we all lost. And then I got my money, he goes, I knew it. Captain Evo was coming over, he goes, my wife was coming, I knew it, give me my money back. We're, we're about to lose, here she comes. 
Because you have to have good energy. Oh, hush. It's not about focus. It's not about Mrs. Hocus Pocus. Mrs. Have you checked her sign? What's her sign? Come on, stop. (laughs) You need to believe in it too then. Let's go. I want essential oils on my neck. Like, good luck. (laughs) Essential oils. I want you to, to to kill a chicken for the dealers, like make a little dealer. You gotta make sure Mercury's them. not in retrograde while you're there. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the last thing that I want to talk about, because we have been rambling on. Well, first of all, Aztec Chevrolet. Yeah, we love those guys. I, I need to call um, Aztec Chevrolet because uh, I want a new car to drive, and I'm not excited about. I've been driving this. Uh, loner for a little while. You know what? Steve drives the kiddos. We do carpool for morning school drop off. And uh, it makes so much sense that you would be taking the Aztec Chevy vehicle and you don't because you I don't like it's, it. It's a granny vehicle. Yeah, I'm not into it. So I got to call my friends at Aztec Chevrolet to help me out. But the other issue that they're having is every time they get a cars, badass getting right, cars. Every time they get a badass new car, it's gone. Yeah. It's, it's freaking gone. So if you're going to buy a car, give those guys a chance, please, because they're good people and they are going to do everything that they can to put you in the vehicle that you want to be they've in. They've been so, great. Everyone you've sent their way, they've been really Everybody's great been very them. happy. Um, that's the th- other thing that I was going to talk about. So we re- recently released a video from Relatable about um, the Astros game. Oh, right? the baseball game. You stealing my baseball game. Uh-huh. Your, base- right? your baseball dream. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so insane to me. We had several people that are like, you just lost a follower because you're an Astros fan. And oh, that's I, not what I thought you were going to say. Did you see that, Rick? And and it's just amazing to me that because I'm because I like the Astros, uh-huh. you, you don't you're not going to follow me anymore. But you're also a Texan fan, right? Since you filmed that. Because of Jose Trevino. Well, yeah, because of Jose Trevino, I I, I root for the, the, the Texas Rangers. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, like, at the end of the day, you know, do I like watching baseball? Yes. Yeah. You know, do I like watching football? Yes. But... You, it's I don't, a team for the sake of a joke. Well, not only that, it's like, you know, there's so many people that are, like, the, the idea of getting in a fight, at a, a fist fight, a physical fight, at a football game because your loyalty to a team, your loyalty to a team is the, the dumbest shit out there. <laughs> and by the way, Rick, Rick is from Miami. He likes the dolphins. I don't hate him for that. He's from Miami. Good for you. But, but good for you. Root for, root, root for whoever you want to root for. Yeah. It's not going to ch- like over a team. You, you are childish. You are, you, you are, yeah, and I'm not kidding you, man. I don't, I do not go to sporting events in, in, anymore because of the, the, the fights. We, we went to a Niners game in Levi Stadium. We when it was ha- like brand new, right? It was brand new. We happened to be in town. A guy gets beat up and killed in the restroom that game. They're fighting in front of us. Yeah. By the way, we're in good seats, like nice seats. These guys, and by the way, they're not even wearing opposite jerseys. They're just beating the shit out of each other at a game. I'm walking by with Renee and I'm hearing several times, damn girl. Damn. I mean, like the disrespectful shit that goes on. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's unbelievable. So the, the idea of, oh my God, Steve's an Astros fan. I'm no longer a fan of yours. What? <laughs> Is that not the silliest shit? You've, like, it's unbelievable. That's pretty silly. It's silly. Like, what's wrong with you? Which, by the way, fine. Don't be a fan. Because I like the Astros. Because I like the Texas Rangers. Well, sorry, dude. I'm from Texas. Yeah. You know, I, I, and by the way, I have family, friend on the Texas Rangers. I can't root for them. Yeah. I mean, who, like, come on. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I got invited to go see the White Sox. I love baseball. Yeah. When I was in Chicago, I got invited to go see the White Sox. I didn't oh, show. That's like a real polarizing team, too, isn't it? No, I, I mean, I just showed up and I, I was rooting for baseball. Yeah. That day I was rooting for the Sox because I right. got invited. But, you know, the idea that 
somebody can't go into Dodger Stadium with another uniform on to root for their team without getting a freaking hot dog thrown. We used yeah. to go to the Dodgers game. Those would get rowdy. Oh my gosh, dude. A guy would walk up the aisle. So in the very, we used to go to the very back uh, bleachers. The all at, you can eat seats. It, remember it was all you can eat, right? <laughs> Guys would walk up the steps and hot dogs were being thrown at them. Yeah, the all you can eat section got pretty rowdy. Because they were wearing an opposite jersey and, and you're silly. You're silly. You're not smart. Yeah. You're an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that happened at Dodger Stadium where a guy got beaten almost to death. I remember. Because he was wearing an op. It's so silly. In this yeah. world that we live in, there's so many other things to be passionate about. It's a good thing you tell jokes. Oh, thank God. People don't throw food at you. Well, some comics. <laughs> I didn't just start something. Some comics get the food thrown at them. Um, and those comics still become very, very successful. All right. Well, what a show. What a show. Interesting show. Um, I, I do want to say that I respect whatever team you want to root for. Good for you. If you love them, good for you. But if it affects your family, if it affects your life, uh, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? A public service announcement for today's episode. You know, like, what the no. hell? Anyway... Um, what a great show. You look beautiful as always. Thank you. Um, we're still waiting to Your find out. Your tank is looking lovely as always. Thanks. That popped my titties. Yeah. Um, people were asking if they could see the ring. Yes. Um, my, I actually have it on my middle finger right now. Someone asked me, oh, that's what it was. Someone, I was like, I don't get it. Why do you not wear your ring? I don't know if I am just like, some days I'm really fat and some days I'm not. And like some days I eat too much salt and some days I don't. So sometimes it fits on this finger and sometimes it fits on the, my middle finger. Just uh, on the middle finger? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm mad at Steve, it fits on this finger. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always on that finger? Yeah, always. Well, we, we love you guys. Continue to like and share. Um, the, the podcast is really growing now. We're really getting some steam, and that's because of you guys. So yes. thank you so much. We Those have... of you who like reshare re it on there, like they share it in their Insta stories, and they tag us, and they let their friends know about it. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.